lot of insight to cover this morning with everything that is going on. He's my former broadcast partner with high school and collegiate football. We have a wonderful friendship, and man, does he have insight into the world of football. My good friend Jay Brophy on board with us this morning. And, and Jay, let's start on the college ranks and Certainly things have changed since you won a national championship back in 1983. A little bit more pageantry, my friend. But you've got Michigan and Washington in this college football. I want to get into the mess of college football in a minute. But you look at Michigan. Harbaugh has brought his pro football mentality to college football, and it's paid off. They're bullies up front. They do enough yep. offensively. It's a really well-run recruited football team. But look at this matchup tonight in the college football championship game, Jay. Well, I think the key is you're right. Uh, Harbaugh's a, a better coach. He may be crazy and everything with the way he acts sometimes, but he, he is pretty darn smart. And what he's done with that team is, is his defense – up there is is top at everything, but they're able to run the ball real well, which bodes well tonight. That's what I think the the key is going to be. Washington, uh, best offensive line, all that. Penix is unreal throwing the ball. and I mean, mean his accuracy and the way he gets rid of it, and he's going to have to tonight because I don't think uh, Michigan's going to give up a lot defensively. Uh, They're going to come after him, but if he can get the ball off, he's got the receivers, and that'll be the thing. That's going to be the key because I don't think Washington could stop Michigan running. And and what's a good way to keep Washington down is keep their offense off the field. And I think you're going to see a lot of running tonight from smash mouth and then uh, the quarterback uh, rolling out and pulling some passes here and there. But I think that's a good game plan for them. And I think they're going to be successful. Jay, it's kind of refreshing, isn't it? I mean, you and I go back in time with football with all the double slots and everything going on in the college game. Harbaugh comes in and says, I'm going to limit your possessions. I'm going to run the football, get you frustrated a little bit, and I'm going to push and shove you around. Like I said, that NFL mentality, he's brought to the college ranks, and it's worked. It really has. And the, the thing about it is they play stingy defense. They're tough, all right? You're not going to just put up a lot of points there, but they can run the ball and eat up that clock and, and take possessions away. And, and I think that's really going to be the key tonight is, again, keep the Bennix off the field and, and make them play from behind because they can eat the clock, run the ball. They, they've had a couple of games. We saw the Penn State game in those where they didn't even throw it the second half. Yeah. You know, so it, that's, a, that's a team that, gosh, you know, uh, with all the controversy that has happened, they're just really – solid team. You're right, they're smash mouth. And it's, I just see it going to be that way tonight. Uh, but I, I think Washington has that gunslinger uh, chance because those receivers are so good. So if they get them in a scoring match, uh, they, they've got a, they've got an issue. But at Michigan, uh, running the ball and, and controlling the clock is going to be Crucial night. Uh, Jay Brophy is on board with us, and the guy knows defense, folks. Uh, linebacker there at Miami when they won the national title back in 83, and of course in the NFL with the Miami Dolphins when Jay was a starting linebacker as well in the Super Bowl. Jay, let's talk about college football. I've been on the air wow. last couple of months of talking about it's just a whole mess. You and I haven't got together, so really wanted to get insight from you. The NIL contract started to open that can of worms. The transfer portal, the ops out, the bowl games are almost meaningless anymore. Yeah. We're seeing backup players play. You know, how do you look at college football and is there a fix on down the road for it, my friend? 
Well, you know what? I don't think this is a quick fix, but all this realignment, too, is going to be crucial. Uh, the NIL, the NCAA, I'll be real honest with you, who are they? We don't even, I don't know members of the NCAA. All I know is when they come out with rulings or something. But they they got to stop saying anything about the student-athlete because we all know it's all about money. Mm-hmm. And that's what this has turned into. And the thing now with the NILs, the times they're opening the windows and stuff are crazy. You know, they're opening before the season's over, before the jumping ship. And like you said, the bowl games uh, are a joke. And I, I think a lot of the bowl games start doing, losing their luster anyway. When you start putting five and seven teams in at six and six, they, they don't deserve it. And, and I know people want bowl games, but they're not the, – the other bowls aren't making money. They aren't entertaining. Like you said, you see a lot of backups play. And I just love football, so I watch. But is it a good thing? I don't think so. I think one of the best things is, and I see everybody arguing this, and I'm like, going to 12 teams, I think it's awesome. I wish they'd go to 16. It cut down the games during the year that we see them playing teams that just get blown out. There's enough money for everybody. But go to the bowls now. Half your bowl games could be playoff games. Well, now you've got the guys bought in. You've got a shot to win a national title. And, and guys are bought into those programs like that. And you're still going to have a couple opt-out maybe for the draft, but I doubt it as, as many. And what you're seeing is everybody's just saying, listen, we're five and seven. Why am I going to go play in a worthless bowl game? Now, Florida State, that was a joke. That looked like a, a, a mass exodus. And, and you're running into that because you're trying to build teams with guys just like out of free agency. You're bringing guys in. Guys are leaving all the time. And it's turning into that. But, you know, you know they, again, the NCAA opened a can of worms. Yeah, and they didn't do any planning or talking. It just came out of nowhere, basically. And it's become, you know, a, a real issue. I couldn't handle it. I don't know how they do it. Uh, like the coaches trying to recruit. It's not getting a hell of a lot of money. But how you try to recruit and, and deal with that, I just think is, is unreal. You know, and we're talking with Jay Brophy here with us. And, of course, uh, Buchtel grad and, uh, you know, most recently as Manchester football coach, coach St. Vincent St. Mary, national champion with the Miami Hurricanes and in the NFL with Miami. Jay, I know it sounds probably easy, and it's probably uh, sounds easier than it would be, but, you know, I would say this transfer portal and such, I mean, I think you got to move the date back because as soon yeah, as the season ends yeah. – these guys are transferring. So, for for example, let's just take Ohio State, for example. Their quarterback and about eight or nine yeah. other guys went to the transfer portal, and you saw second and third teamers playing in this bowl game. And then I look at the fans. I know I had a couple of friends of mine who save up every year and travel with the Buckeyes to their bowl games. That's part of right. their, their holiday tradition. And they spent all this money, and they were really upset because they, they went to the bowl game and didn't see the team that they rooted for throughout the season. Jay, is it easier than what I'm saying or more difficult to just no. move the transfer portal date? No, exactly. Now, I think, you again, you killed it by those dates. And, and again, if they're not playing for the championship or in the playoff round, you're right, they're jumping the portal. Florida State only had, had their top quarterback out. The second-team quarterback jumped in the portal. So they're playing the third team. Guy. He had 30 guys, I, I believe, around that number that were on scholarship playing in that game. And, again, they're playing a bunch of guys in there because they either jumped to a draft or they're in the portal. 
No, it's, it's terrible timing. And it's just another botch thing by the NCAA. And they, they got to fix this. There's, there's at least an uh, easier fix now. They, they opened the can of words with the NILs, and that's always going to be something. But there's been players paid over the years that people never say anything about it. We're making tons of money. So the money is an issue. The money's out there. The thing about it is, is you got to have some way that that scholarship is contracted through the end of the year, a bowl game, whatever it is. Or if you're in the playoffs or whatever, you know, you, you have to. That's what they do with the NILs. You have to commit so much time to whatever it is to get your money. You have to, or you don't get paid. So, well, and uh, somehow they're going to have to do it where you play in bowl games or whatever, or you don't get paid. Yeah, I mean, you've got to make some kind of thing to keep it. Because otherwise, again, I, you know, I don't want to be too negative on the uh, the guys, but you're looking at a team that, again, six and six, and we're playing in the Bohunk Bowl somewhere that no one's coming to. <laughs> well, I, what, what's my incentive? I agree you know, with I it. I love the game, but that's fine. And, you know, Jay, the one thing, you, you talk about the Buckeyes again. A lot of people were complaining about yeah. Coach Day and, and the quarterback position. He had it set. Because Quinton yeah. Yours was scheduled to be his next quarterback after C.J. Stroud, but then this transfer portal, Yours didn't like sitting behind Stroud for a year, so he transferred. I almost think that they should, if you make a commitment to a school, no matter who that player is, it almost, to me, and again, it sounds probably easier than it is, it should be a two-year commitment at least, where these guys have to go to that school for two years before they can get into the transfer portal. Right now, these guys are going, they're getting beat out for position A, and they're saying, okay, I'm going to take my ball and go home, and I'm going to transfer to a different school. Well, you look at it, some of these guys are on their fourth, fifth school. Yeah. All right, there's guys that are playing that uh, now because of the COVID year and all, but the kids will go think it's the seventh year. You know, so, okay, who do you bring in as a recruit or who do you transfer when this guy is going to be there for seven years? <laughs> you know, it's just, it, there's, it's too easy just to jump ship for everybody. Coaches can get out of contracts. They could buy them out. Uh, what was it, $78 million to Texas A&M? Well, what's his name, coach? $78 million to get bought out. To hire him to hire another coach. Wow. It, it's, it's like $78 million. It's, a, it's almost it's a, it's absurd, but that's the money they got because you've got to win now. That's where we are. Jay Brophy is with us, of course. Akron, Buchtel, Griffin grad, Miami Hurricanes. He won a national title with that group back in 83. High draft pick of the Dolphins and played in a Super Bowl with the Dolphins giving us some insight. Jay, let's transfer to the to the NFL game now. Browns into the playoffs. And for a guy, and I know you from being in the car rides with you many times, you love defense. This is a Browns team that's built on their defensive play. Yeah. Coach Schwartz has, has done a wonderful job talking about this Browns team heading to the playoffs this week on the road against Houston. Well, you know what I love about their defense is, even with injuries, they've got kind of like domain guys playing that you go, well, you was there. But they play good football. They play hard. They're, they're tall. It's pumped up. Schwartz has done an unbelievable job. And now, what do they do? They pick up Joe Flacco. Now, if you remember, you know, Joe Flacco won that uh, uh, Super Bowl with the Ravens, who had a great defense. And Joe was the most valuable player for them. But what did he do? Play action passes, run the ball, throw the ball down the field. That's just what's going on. And what I like about it, 
the rest of the players, they get healthy enough. Now, if the Browns can run the ball decent enough, because that opens up play action. And that's what Flacco does a great job of. And what I like about them having him, he's not afraid to throw the ball down there. Now, he's going to throw a pick here and there, but he's going to throw the ball where he sees people at. He's accurate. He's a big guy. He knows defenses. I think it's a great setup. And a defense, you let that front four uh, go and put that pressure on. They got the, the back end, the guys that could cover, turn the ball over. That is like, that's the best scenario. And I still believe that in any time. I don't care what it offense does. Defense wins championships. And they've got that. And it's a one game play a week. You know, it's just win one and move on. And I just think it really sets up well for them. And if they play like they're capable of and have been, I tell you what, there's no limit. There's no limit where they can go. Well, I think they can win in Houston this week, another team that's built on defense. And then who knows what lies ahead. But when you look at the seeds ahead of them, if they get past Houston, you've got Buffalo, you've got Kansas City, and you've got the Ravens. And when you look at Buffalo and and Kansas City, of course, the star quarterbacks and uh, their defense are question marks. And but you look at right. the Ravens; they seem to be pretty complete with a good defense. But I do think the Browns can line up toe to toe defensively with any of those teams. And especially, you know, the Ravens. You play them twice. You play them. You know them. All right. So that's a, that's a big plus. So that that's a good game. Now Kansas City and uh, Buffalo. And let's face it; they've struggled all year. Yeah, uh, Kansas City with the, might have the defense playing better. The guys drop balls; they're not catching balls. Well, that again bodes well for Cleveland's defense. Turnovers and pressure. Uh, Buffalo, same thing. You got the big guy turning on when he has to, and they ain't been playing hot. All right, they've been playing real well. But <laughs> like you said, I, I don't buy their defenses as stopping people all the time. I don't see that. I see the Browns doing that, and, and the key players are the quarterbacks, of course. But you've got a, a group of guys under Swartz that smart blitzer. They got good guys up front. I'm very impressed with Thomas and the defensive tackle up front. I love the way he plays inside. And I tell you, like I said, they just they're a very solid team. And that it, it just it's like for me, I look at it and I go, this is how Flacco won the Super Bowl with the Ravens. Yeah, it was you're the exactly same situation. Right. Yeah, Jay, so you're, I, you're I, I like it. 